0: welcome back to another episode here on semiconductor investing and more today we're going to take a closer look at marvel technologies very similar to yesterday we're going to go through a whole presentation on some of the kind of bullish points some of the bearish points some of the market outlooks and so forth so i want to take a closer look at marvel technology right now year to date we can see the stock is doing amazing up nearly 50 percent. this is where we do see most of the semiconductor market i do want to say if i ever see marvel technology under they performing uh, underperforming the semiconductor market that's when I really wanted to take a closer look at prices um, to maybe add to my portfolio right now i would say for me it's more small dollar cost averaging but we'll take a closer look at why in in the upcoming episode all right so let's start off by looking at PE ratio so PE ratio is roughly 23.6 right now but if we take a closer look at forward PE ratio which is the end of this fiscal year I'll jump all the way up to 36.11 before jumping back down in the forward one year Which is the next fiscal year of 27. So overall, we can see one thing that right now for Marvell, the inventory correction is still in early phases, right? Because right now, PE ratio is still low, is expected to jump higher. So we're expected to see a decline in revenue, We're maybe expected to see a decline in obviously earnings per share. So this is telling us that Marvell at the moment is kind of entering or is in the midst of this inventory correction where a lot of other semiconductor companies have kind of already left that 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 kind of market drench right and we can see forward one year which is the next fiscal year um, it drops back down so it seems like analysts are optimistic that this kind of downturn for Marvell is going to be a a short-term lift and obviously we can kind of go back to some growth in the future. I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video and check out Fool dot com slash Jose. For the ten best stocks to buy now, with that link you get a promotional offer for the subscription service. Now let's continue with today's episode. Now, for those that are not familiar with Marvell Technology, they pretty much do um, semiconductor solutions for the networking side, and through that they have things like data uh, DPU's, data processing units. They have a, a lot of co- coherent DSPs, for example, a lot of ES solutions for Ethernet switches, and the list goes and, and, and DSPs as well. Uh, for example, Perseus and then here are some of the image that you can find throughout their website now if we take a closer look i do have 10 key points that i want to discuss some of them are super quick as they're going to be individually uh, for the some of the markets marvell hits uh but if we take a closer look it's going to be top level finance first revenue was 1.42 billion dollars on its most recent earnings which was a six percent increase sequential but it was a decline on a year-over-year basis non gaap earnings were 41 cents against our passing midpoint of their guidance non gaap gross margin saw a sequential increase to 29.8 and cash flow from operations grew to 503 million driven by an improved day a day sales outstanding and lower inventory informs the total debt roughly 4.1 billion um with a net debt to EBITDA ratio of roughly 1.8 so nothing too crazy a company that's positive positive in earnings positive in cash flow it has a nice revenue obviously they do have a nice amount of debt but nothing too crazy they do mention um their their earnings that they are taking actions to execute kind of a refining a refinancing strategy to decrease average inter interest rates and extend debt maturity. All right, so if we take a closer look here, we do see a chart going over their year over year revenue based on end markets. Their biggest revenue segment is the data center space, which was down eleven percent year over year to five hundred and fifty five million almost almost 50% of total revenue enterprises also down 28% year over year carriers up 17% uh, to 316. And automotive is an industrial such a small market, but it is up 20s per six percent year over year. Now, this is more of a quarterly trend and also some great looks at some charts for the revenue. And so now I want to take a closer look at end markets. And first, let's start off with data center. Uh, like we saw, crazy, crazy revenue 556 million above the guidance. They do mention that it was up 21 sequential increase with cloud revenue growing over 30. percent their main reason is both segments, the AI and cloud revenue, are growing rapidly and more rapidly than kind of previously expected. Um, and kind of all this AI and networking and ha- uh, need for, for networking solutions in the clouding market has created strong performance for their PAM4 optical products like their Linux Ethernet switches and their DCI products. So over, over overly, we are seeing a huge bullish trend for data center solutions, especially when it deals with AI and networking and they do mention for future expectations they anticipate a mid 30% sequential growth in the fourth quarter of fiscal 2024, with AI revenue projected to exceed 200 million dollars. So overall, we do see a nice, nice boost here in the in the data center market, thanks to AI and thanks to cloud. Now, if we take a closer look at carrier infrastructure, this was their six their their second biggest market to this quarter with 370 million, up 17% year over year, 50% sequentially, mainly driven by the wireless sector. Unfortunately, this is where things look bad. Future outlook expect a mid 40% sequential decline in the fourth quarter due to softening demand and completion of initials 5G rollout wave. Uh, So this is what we're going to start to see very soon, where Every market pretty much outside of the data center market is seeing a nice sequential drop and I do believe this is what has a lot of investors worried at the moment. Um, Let's take a closer look at the next thing, but first I do want to say thank you guys for the support here at Semiconductor Investing and more. We're going to be doing daily videos like this where we're going to look at individual companies. I hope you guys are enjoying. We're learning a lot, so make sure to hit the uh, subscribe button. I also do have weekly exclusive videos. Click join to learn more. Special offer at fool.com com/jose free newsletter at josenaharosubstack.com and let's get back to the episode. So now if we take a closer look at Enterprise, we saw Enterprise was down year over year and sequentially, and they do expect future projections for a mid-single-digit sequential decline in the fourth quarter of fiscal 2024. That's after dropping 17% sequentially this quarter. It does seem like maybe the Enterprise market might soon start to hit some form of flat line as this quarter drops 17%. Next quarter is expected to drop mid-single mid single digits. So we can see those declines decreasing and decreasing which is normally telling us that hey look the bottom might be done for that segment Uh, the automotive market is another one that was up Uh, year over year it was down 3% sequentially they do mention that for the fourth quarter they expect a 20% sequential decline mainly from the industrial sector the consumer market is 169 million a small portion of this company's total revenue and they anticipate a mid-teen percentage sequential decline as well Uh, so overall we can see why investors are a little bit bearish on this stock so for quarter four the company does report up 1.42 billion dollars in revenue um, which would pretty much be flat. This like this quarter. Um, this can obviously be the. It would have been a lot worse if it didn't have the offset of the strong growth coming in from the data center market they do mention gross margins improvements are expected but are cautious on certain end markets like we saw some of them are expected to drop nearly 40 percent the company did mention their strategic focus and marketing position obviously right now they are focusing in high return on investment opportunities like data centers like ai so they're definitely focusing a lot in that space and we've seen new products that the company has announced uh they do mention mentioned that the data center segment is rapidly growing and expected to constitute over 50% of their total revenue in the fourth quarter. In the long term, they continue to innovate in areas like AI and cloud, looking forward to new product introductions into the data center market. Now, if we take a closer look, some of the biggest risks like we saw is every single segment is seeing a nice decline sequentially, especially the enterprise and the carrier and markets are facing huge, huge headwinds. Obviously, there is uncertainty in the Speed of recovery for these markets. So, we can get maybe a few extra quarters of this downturn. So, again, I do believe most of the risk right now are a lot of short term pain risk due to macroeconomics, due to over inventory correction. So, in the long term, that's actually bullish for me as a long term investor. If I was an investor of marvel I would say, hey, look, I just needed to ride through this wave. If I didn't sell out, just ride through this wave and kind of see where things are going to um, just wait it out till things get better here in kind of macroeconomic space. Next, we do have some new products and growth. Like we noticed, the AI market is going to be one of their biggest solutions. Uh, so they announced new 800 gig products based on their five nanometer meter coherent DSPs and silicon fo- f- photonics platform. Uh, they did announce numerous new solutions. For example, the Octeon 10 processors, um, which are their newest DPUs, uh, containing Arm Neoverse and two cores. So these are their kind of processors for uh, the data networking side uh, they also announced various new dsps which obviously help um, with optical connectation connectation connectivity of accelerators in these huge data center clusters. Uh, So both both well and we can see why these companies can continue to grow here in the AI and clouding market. Um, Now the next point I wanted to take a closer look at is NVIDIA. Um, They did have a video if you go to their website on NVIDIA and how they have long-term collaboration with there. I do believe they just want to showcase that hey look we are benefiting with this AI. NVIDIA is not the only product um, as a lot of these products these pan products are being used on accelerator on a one-to-one basis or sometimes higher as we are seeing this huge growth of AI accelerators and AI super clusters personally like I we took a closer look at forward PE ratios for me Marvel is more of a small dollar cost averaging at the moment if we ever see maybe forward one year PE ratio drop to like the low 20s um, even below that that's where I would say this is sitting at a bargain price um, but right now I want to say it's kind of properly valued to some extent unless unless the market is completely underestimating their earnings per share. Then if that's the case, then obviously this company can do a lot better. Um, and I do believe that could be the case if the cycles that they're in grow a little bit faster um, or or return back to normal a little bit faster than many expected, right? We see that 40% decline in certain markets, but if they kind of pick back up really quickly, I do believe that can also be another bullish opportunity for Marvell. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Take care, have a good day, and see you next time.